You missed it, John. I missed what? The happy endings. Uh, oh, episode. yeah. I listened to it, of course. Yes, yeah. Uh, as, as I do, and and it w- it was funny. Is that it, it, ironically, I was I was talking to um, the guy who cuts my hair. Yes, uh, uh, Jean Marc, who's obviously French. Yeah. And he said when he first came here, uh, not supercuts. I'm assuming. No, it, no, no Jean Marcs at no. supercuts. No, right. no, no, Jean Marcs at supercuts. <laughs> um, yes, he, he is best of Las Vegas. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, so I was telling, or he was telling me when he first came to uh, Las Vegas over there on Rainbow, uh-huh. um, he went in for a massage. Okay. And then the woman asked him, she says, you know, $60 for the happy end. And he didn't understand because he said, you know, his English wasn't very good when he first got here. Yeah. And, he, and so she made a hand motion to explain, which was universal. Yeah. And he said, oh, for $60, I can do that for free. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, it, it was, uh, it was uh, very interesting. It, it was, uh, you, you, you missed it. It was, it was a bacchanalia. Yeah. It, was, it was like a scene from well, Caligula. You know, I, I was thinking about that, though. I was thinking that, because I don't, I don't know, Deirdre, but, but, but I heard your description. And yes. I thought, you know, if I had a choice, I mean, you, know, you, you and I have both talked about this in the past, uh-huh. about, about uh, massages. And so, that, you know, I, I'm just not into having somebody put their hands on me. That, yeah. You know, unless it depends on the situation, but sure. something like that. Sure. And I thought, well, if, if somebody's, if it's a really good looking woman, I might have a reaction that I really can't control. You know what I'm saying? Well, of course. You know, and do I really want that? So given a choice between getting the massage by a really good looking woman or, you know, the, the bull dyke that looks like Sergeant Carter from <laughs> Gomer Pyle, I think I'll take the Sergeant Carter. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you it's know, all business. Right? Uh, De- Deidre is a, a sweet girl. Very pretty. Uh, she, um, uh, the Amish thing still blows me away. Yeah, that you go from that to Las Vegas. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I uh, even after the interview, we spoke a little bit, and uh, what she, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't. Do it. J- just the fact that she has to solicit on the floor. It's not. It's not like she's just waiting at a at a salon. Yeah. For her clientele, she has to go and ask these schmoes. Hey, you want me to rub your back? Yeah. And um, however, I have to say. Um, and uh, kudos to to Deidre and all the girls that do this. Uh, I, I got a tremendous response. Many people uh, asking further questions, as well as uh, I had a couple people. Uh, uh, a, a person, his name is John, uh, uh, said uh, how thankful he was that we had this interview because he's seen them. I think he mentioned he was specifically at the Flamingo. Really wanted to do it, but didn't didn't know the procedure, didn't know if it was kind of scammy, you know, if it was just a precursor to getting pickpocketed. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, absolutely real. I mean, there are full teams of girls in there, but, uh, 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 it, you know, it's um, uh, it, it's a rough job. I like a lot of jobs here in Vegas. Are, are They're rough jobs. You know, it's not easy. It's, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's hard job. It's hard on you. Yeah, and I can imagine, I mean, some of the guys who, who, who play, you know, the whales, maybe a whale in more than one uh, meaning, you know, yeah. they could just be big, big, slobby, yeah. you know, flabby guys. Yeah, and that must not be very... <laughs> right. Oh, no. <laughs> and, that's, very and that's exactly, I mean, I, you know, without being graphic, I mean, they're, they're fat and old and, yeah. and awful and un... Shaving oh, and how about the the, the guy was like a seven hour massage at two dollars a minute? Seven Holy hours. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't oh. believe we we talked about exactly. Actually, wears gloves. <laughs> you see that with the with the kitchen gloves, the big yeah. yellow ones. <laughs> yeah, it's big, with yeah, a, oven yeah, mittens with a body body <laughs> condom. Uh, but um, now now uh, that being said, John uh, of course has spent. Uh, 
uh, uh, many, many a moon uh, in Japan. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming you had to f- at least walk down the streets where they had massage. I mean, yeah. It would, it would, in Japan, what there was known as the fashion massage. That's what ah, they called it. Yes. Now, you, they had the, the more legitimate ones, which was just massage okay. But the fashion massage was basically, you know, a, a $30 hand job. Nice. Yeah. 30 bucks. Wow. Yeah, at okay. that time. You yeah. Know, yeah. I think I think it was like 3,000 yen. Okay. It, it, Japan, it was funny. They had, when I first went over there, uh, they would go into these things. They would go in and out of, you know, there were cycles of fashion that they would come up with something kind of kinky. Yeah. When I first went over there, it was the, uh, it was the no panty kisaten. I, I might've mentioned this you before. You mentioned yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you know, where, where, where it was the, the kisaten being the coffee shop and, and the girls were, were, didn't wear any underwear uh-huh. and the short skirt and they had mm. mirrors on the floor or on the counter or something like that. Mm. I never went into one of those. They didn't have those in the town that I lived in. Yeah. Um, but then that kind of evolved and then they kind of went away. Okay. And then there was the fashion massage. Now, now, uh, are they located like Amsterdam in like a red light district? I mean, or are they just all over the place? No, there's usually an area in in uh, Shinjuku, which is kind of a downtown area of Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a there's a section of Shinjuku called Kabukicho. Okay. And Kabukicho is notorious for those for the bars and for the and for the fashion massage, mm-hmm. uh, and you know other other delights. If, you know, or, or other things like like that. Yeah. There's also the area where they have the what they used to call the Turkish bath, which was basically the brothel. Sure. Uh, they changed the name when a Turkish diplomat got in a taxi cab and he asked to go to the Turkish uh, embassy, and the, <laughs> the Japanese word at that time for the Turkish bath was just Turko, which is Turkey. Okay. So he asked for a you know, Turkish embassy, and the cab driver mis- uh, misunderstood and took him to the, basically took it to, to the to the red light district. Wow! So because of that, they changed the name to Soapland. That became the name of the of the brothels because you go in there and the girl lathers you up uh-huh. and he gives you a bath, basically. Wow! You know, so they started calling them Soapland, and my last name in Japanese when they pronounce it comes out Soap. So you know that was always a joke. My house was Soapland. Because I was John Soap. Wow. But we always called you the Thorpedo. That's right. That's I was all, always that's all that ever mattered. Uh, well, uh, welcome back to the uh, Pod Bay Door. Well, we're, 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 we're with John. Uh, John back in the studio. Uh, like I said, he's uh, had a couple days off from us. But, uh, but still cranky. But still cranky. Crabby, cranky John. Uh, but we thought we'd um, uh, have an easy one today. We're, we're, we're going to talk about some things that I don't know necessarily, John, they're unique to Las Vegas, but we're always talking about all the extra things you can do. Yes, you can gamble, and yes, you can you can talk about you know all the things that are, are happening or not happening or selling or not selling. Um, and we'll let all the other podcasts take care of those, uh, those uh, heavy financial things. Uh, but, uh, but as far as interesting things, things that you know, um, uh, people just don't know about, I got a short list. Uh, uh, the first one we've talked about, and um, uh, I have not done this. Uh, in Las Vegas, uh, and uh, the company is called Dig. But basically, it's you can uh, uh, you can pay a fee and hop into all. They have a large, large area, and you can hop into all of these giant earth movers, uh, backhoes, uh, dump trucks, and everything else. And uh, is that something you'd want to do? Me, not is at all. Is there a big kid I, in you I that wants have... to dig up dirt? No, no, not no. any, no. I, I knew a kid who one time in, in an area when I was in elementary school mm. and they were doing construction and he got onto the caterpillar that they had there and was 
somebody left a key in it, I suppose, because he started it. Yeah. And then he got he got scared when it. I wasn't there. I mean, I did. This was reported. Sure. Um, but it started to move, and he jumped off of it, and it ran over his leg and broke it. Oh, gee. That was a big deal, though. Yeah. The kid had his leg broken, but because it got run over by the. Yeah. By because it. You know, I got to thinking. You know, there's uh, the, obviously they're they're playing on on men and women's uh, you know childhood fantasies of of uh, digging up a you know a dirt and moving it. <laughs> but uh, I got to thinking, what is it? Um, uh, what is it that I would uh, that that there was a childhood dream of mine to do, um, and uh, mine, I've actually had the opportunity to do is is ride in military vehicles, uh, uh, and uh, you know I've I've ridden in an Apache helicopter and and uh, different uh, land vehicles. Uh, I've not uh, had the experience of having a pilot uh, in a uh, in a military jet. I would love that. That's not something you can just easily offer in Las Vegas. But uh, um, it's hugely popular. Moving dirt. I moved a lot of dirt at my house and uh, by wheelbarrow. Now I wonder if they if they if they double dip. You know, like saying like we're, we have a construction site. We need to move all this dirt. We'll yeah. get people to pay us to move it for us. I mean, I mean, they may be amateurs, but... You know, it's Las Vegas. I, yeah. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. But it's called Dig Las Vegas. Uh, uh, very popular. Highly recommended. Uh, I would recommend them if that's your thing. Uh, but uh, um, I don't know. May, you know, maybe I'm cutting it short. You know, I, I think uh, once you get into those giant, giant vehicles uh, and have control over that, I think it would be, um, uh, I think it would be pr- probably quite interesting. Uh, once, at least... You know, I don't know. Well, did you ever want to be a fireman or a or a or a police officer? Or? No, no. I've no. always had a thing about authority. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. No, I never had any desire yeah. for that. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, getting soaped up like you did in Japan, I'm not surprised, John. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, check it out. Dig Las Vegas. Uh, you know, it looks kind of fun. Um, if you want to jump into a, a giant backhoe and move more dirt than you could possibly imagine, uh, do that. I just think it's funny. You know, obviously it's it's more more complex than this. But again, having having done all of my own landscaping at my house. Um, moving dirt from one place to the other seems like such a pedestrian activity. Yeah. And and yet and yet you know it's probably quite fun. Yeah. You know, but I you know it's not a wheelbarrow full. I mean, it's it's more dirt that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. But now, when I was a kid, like you know, first, second, third grade, something like that, yeah. I remember thinking the job that I wanted to do was was clean off the uh, the high power lines because I liked that bucket. I thought that was cool. The oh, guy gets in the picker, bucket, yeah. yeah, and a cherry picker, and yeah. he goes up in the air. Like that, I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. I want to get up there. You know, it's funny. I, you know, d- doing what I do, uh, a lot of the commercial photography in Las Vegas requires uh, overall views. You know, when they set up rooms and things like that. And I have spent more than enough time on uh, what are called scissor lifts. Yeah. Uh, many, many, many feet in the air with people that are barely trained to drive them. And um, uh, you know, I, I'm up there with fish eyes and wide lenses and trying to get this whole thing. Um, you know, and I've had enough of that. I, I, I have had an outstanding opportunity uh, to shoot outside of a, a, of a helicopter, uh, which is, um, uh, you know, a one-time thing. Uh, and uh, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. But that's pretty much the only industrial thing I care about. I mean, I've seen those, the, like, fail armies and fail videos, you know, where the guy was with the forklifts lifts, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, those are just nonsense. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's fun. You know, we got to start doing these things we're talking about. We got to go out there and uh, 
we st- we have still yet to do our um our uh, our, our our review of the uh, marijuana dispensaries. That's right. Yeah, marijuana is getting to be boring, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the industry anyway. Yeah. I think that's kind of died down. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, well, secondly, uh, uh, people don't know. Uh, we've talked about so many things, and John has mentioned them uh, uh, quite often. Um, 20 minutes, 40 minutes, less than an hour out of town, any direction, you could do something else in Las Vegas other than gamble and lose your money and swim in, in dirty pools. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but um, uh, uh, just outside of town, I'd say probably about 45 minutes, you know, total drive, um, there is a wonderful little place called Calico, and, and you can go to the Calico Ghost Town. There are several ghost towns between here and California, here in Utah, and here in Phoenix, in, in Arizona. But uh, Calico, I've been to many times. It's, it, it, you know, especially if you have kids, um, uh, it's a great place to go. They have a wonderful little town. They have, uh, you know, uh, Wild West cowboy shows, um, uh, wonderful hiking. It's actually the trailhead for many different hiking spots. Um, and they have uh, active uh, uh, horse care out there and a little bit of cattle and all different types of things. you got to be careful. They have all the, all the extra stuff, too, like scorpions and snakes yeah, and yeah. tarantulas. Uh, but uh, now, now uh, uh, have you ever taken your boy out there? No, no, I know I haven't. I haven't gone out there. Yeah. Is that something you'd like to do? Well, it's a ghost town for a reason, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Right. Um, <laughs> I guess at his age now, mm-hmm. no, but 16, I, I... 16. He's 17. 17, He's sorry. almost 18 now. Yeah. But, oh, boy. But yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe a few years ago would have been it would have been more interesting. I would have been... I'd be interested in that. Yeah. You um, know, it's a... It's we went a, to the Silver Mine, remember? I we think did. On, on a concierge trip. Yes. As yeah. concierge uh, at the at the Venetian Hotel, low those many years ago, uh, we were, we were um, uh, very fortunate to be given tours uh are not given but we were we were uh, afforded tours a uh, complimentary basis um uh, so we could talk about them and i think that was the uh, at the time it was rat rat tours rebel adventure tours we did rebel adventure tour yes. that was the humvee to the humvee, to, yeah. the, um, to hoover dam yeah humvee to and the at that dam. time you could take the jet ski up pretty close to the dam itself yes. after 9-11 you couldn't do that yes but um but we did that, and then there was that silver mine was actually a different one. But yes. it was a, it was a different company. I forgot who, yeah. who did it. But yeah. nevertheless, yeah, yeah, that that was fun. There was yeah. a lot of stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's uh, pink jeep tours. There's rebel adventure tours. Um, we did. Uh, 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 we were actually sponsored by Maverick Helicopters. Yes, Maverick was great. Yeah, yeah. and they still are. They yeah. they still have a good reputation. There there have been other companies in town yes. that have suffered some some problems yeah uh but, but not uh, maverick n- not maverick no. um but now, there was a couple of tours that we were lucky that we didn't have to go on that some of our colleagues got stuck on if you remember there's that re- was that really awful deluxe tour bus tour to the uh, to the grand canyon yes which was like 12 hours and <laughs> if you know you know just look at it and say, well jesus it's 12 hours but it takes you four or five hours to drive there yes and then they of course they stop off along the way to to pad their own wallets with mm-hmm. The Vitamin World and Ethel M. Yes. And, you know, they got to make these other stops. And then they have the buffet lunch at the Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. And there's nothing worse yeah. than being on a bus with a bunch of geriatrics mm-hmm. who have just had lunch, you know, a, a <laughs> and, and, you know, a, yes. a nasty ass lunch. Yes. And, and, you know, what goes in nasty goes out nasty. Yeah. And they're farting the whole way and coming back. <laughs> and you actually spend about an hour and a half at the Grand Canyon. And the yeah. rest of the time you're either on the bus 
or vitamin world yeah exactly uh oh yeah i mean you know now these are excellent places to stop vitamin yeah. world not so much i mean it's just yeah. like a gm ethylm is cool ethylm is yeah, very like cool um uh in fact we'll mention that ethylm chocolate factory ethylm chocolates has a local um production facility but uh it's more of a museum yes you can go in and watch them make the chocolates and get free and, candy and get free candy uh, lots good. of free candy yeah. and they also sponsor something that a lot of people skip over, um, but it's actually really well done. Is a botanical garden. Yes, a really it's, nice cactus garden. Yes, yeah, specifically yes. Uh, southwestern and, and desert Sonoran desert style. Yeah. Uh, but um, and it's and it's right in town. I mean, it's on it's on a road here in in, in uh, Las Vegas called Green Valley Parkway. Um, but uh, I highly recommend that Vitamin World. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a G, it's a GNC. Yeah, and also Ethel M. Um, even the the quintessential Christmas Grouch that I am. Yes, they have a really nice display lights. To uh, uh, display around Christmas time to go. Definitely worth seeing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, in in December. Now, now, folks, don't don't misunderstand John. He is a year year long grouch, not just a Christmas grouch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, going back, Calico uh, uh, Ghost Town. Uh, check that out uh, on the way to. I believe uh, 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 it's on the way to the Red Rock Canyon uh, location, um, and uh, before you get to Valley of Fire location. Uh, but it's a really great place to go. Uh, uh, if you want to get some fresh air, uh, do a little hiking, uh, see some old Western stuff, um, and uh, and just have a great time. Half day thing, I'd say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now the one place I would skip. I mean, this is my opinion. Yeah. Um, Bonnie Springs. Bonnie Springs. <laughs> yeah. Bonnie Bonnie Springs is another. Uh, I'll I'll term it a ghost town of yeah. sorts. Uh, it's more of a dead town. Yeah. You know. Um, but it's it's a sad little town. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now go to Calico. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, half day thing. Very easy. You could even catch a show after you come back home. Um, next is something that is um, uh, again not specific due to the artist. Uh, to Las Vegas, but it is very unique uh, thing to do here in Las Vegas because, again, it is a an ex- it's an extreme departure uh, from uh, the standard um, what I think is boring gambling. Uh, but um, uh, it is called, uh, and I apologize to our Egyptian folks listening if there are any, uh, Akob or Akab, and it's A K H O B B is in boy, and it's the Egyptian word for pure water. It is by a an artist. His name is James Terrell, and he has designed uh, something which has a general name of Gonsfelds, which means light fields. Uh, and uh, it uh, it is located. I'll describe it in a second to uh, and, uh, to, to John. Um, it is located on, on a very hidden area uh, above Louis Vuitton, who has sponsored this on the fourth level uh, of the Louis Vuitton store. And uh, it is um, it is amazing. What it is 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 um, you walk into this room, uh, a, a spacious room, and the there is a concentrated set of lights that turn the room a, a completely a color, and it it continues to change colors like fiber optics, but way better. It's completely seamless. And John is going to laugh, and I know why he's laughing. Uh, but uh, uh, it is such an immersive light display that there are times you don't know where the door is that you came in. 
And it's one of I've those. I've had that experience. Yes, yeah, you've had that experience. Tibet, wasn't it, John? You le- hopped over a leper and then and then started to see things. Um, but uh, uh, again, the artist's name is James Terrell above the Louis Vuitton store, and it's an immersive light display. And it's truly, I mean, it's it's maybe thirty minutes of your time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it sounds so cool. I have not done it, and I'm going to go do this thing. I yeah, think it's very cool. Let's do that after we go to the dispensary. The marijuana thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gummy bear light thing. All right. That's uh, but um, uh, now, now we have we have a tremendous number of uh, of art displays here. Have you been? Now Bellagio is yes. probably the most notable. Yeah, they had them that, that are no longer there. Remember, we yes. had the Hermitage. Hermitage. That was at the that, that was at the Venetian, Ven- and they had the Guggenheim. Yeah. But you know, it's just that people don't when they come here. That was another one of the things that they tried out. Yeah. Las Vegas as a as a cultural mecca. No. Yeah, you know. it's tough. I mean, again, you know, referring to to the the great number of podcasts uh, that talk about uh, the standard stuff, gambling, eating, shows, and and in that order, I think um, uh, they have tried and tried and tried again to have the cultural aspects of a New York, a Chicago, yeah. a Los Angeles. And um, unfortunately, I, I think you're right, John. They failed. Yeah. Why do you think that? Though? Well, I remember I remember reading something that Ricky Jay said. You know, Ricky Jay, he's the he's a well, he's known for being an actor, friend of uh, David Mamet's. But Ricky Jay is is really a scholar uh, of magic history mm-hmm. and and a top flight sleight of hand guy. Amazing. Amazing sleight of hand guy. And he did a great show, one man show, some years ago called Ricky Jay and His Fifty Two Assistants. Mm-hmm. And it was it was in a, it was a, a, a fabulous display of sleight of hand magic, and and magic history. Um, and he was asked once why he never played Las Vegas. It just seemed to be a natural because he's you know card tricks basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he didn't want to be in a venue where half the people were there to pick up women. <laughs> basically, they weren't there to see him. They were just there as kind of like going to the bar. Oh, well, you go to a bar to have a drink. Well, yeah, but you're there for something else. That's sure. the real reason you brought you there. It's a meat market. Yeah. So he didn't want to work in, under those circumstances. And I can understand that. because that, So that's what it is. People come here for all those other reasons. And I remember we had a guest come there. A real pissy guest came to the desk mm-hmm. asking me if there was a nice, quiet place in the hotel for him to read. Mm-hmm. And I almost laughed. Really? And I said, well, there's your room. <laughs> you know? And no, right. around here. And I said, well, no, really, there isn't. There used to be a lounge off of the casino. And I wouldn't describe that as being quiet. Mm-mm. But there was a place you could sit down. And that's where they put in the Hermitage, right? Mm-hmm. Because at one time, that was, that was just kind of a lounge area. And he yeah. seemed to get pissed off at me about it. Yeah. And, you know, he told me, there's not a place, a quiet place to read. What do you expect? It's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a, a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. You have thousands of people coming through here. Mm-hmm. You really think, and knowing the corporate ma- uh, uh, mindset, do you really think they're going to let some space go unused where they're not going to be making money on it? No, oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and I think the Venetian was, was um, uh, they tried to spearhead a lot of the, the square footage usage for non-gaming. They, I mean, they really tried. They had, uh, they had, um, museums and they had displays and they had uh, you know nods to art of all different types, uh, motorcycles, um, and it it just didn't work. No, and I think you know with with Bellagio that was because that was Steve Wynn's pet. Yes, he got into collecting art and that was all of his. A lot of that was his own art that mm-hmm. he owned that he was just pretty much just putting on display. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, that was his own thing, and it, it was just like if it made money for him, great. It didn't matter. It was his own his own artwork, and yeah. he did have some other displays coming out. But I rarely got anybody at the desk asking me about, oh, well, what's what's the art exhibit at Bellagio? Now and then I did. Yeah, they had the Fabergé egg display mm-hmm. and and i remember i had one or two people ask about that yeah you know i had people ask where it was uh you know they didn't really go any further than that i mean there was a small fee um and it's right uh, it's in the same area right off of the bellagio um uh, the, uh, the the garden area, the botanical area, which is uh, in, and its, in and of itself an art display. It's wonderful. Uh, more people ask about that, and more people ask about the uh, Dale Chihuly yeah. uh, Murano glass uh, right. ceiling exhibit, um, but they really never went further into the Bellagio. The Bellagio, um, for people who don't know, Bellagio is a rotating art uh, museum uh, that that uh, has truly wonderful pieces. I mean, uh, you know, it depends on on the style they're looking for. I mean, they had Kandinsky and they had Renoir and they had um, Rubens. I know, and then they have a, a smattering of all different types of artists. But yeah, it was it was poorly uh, attended. It is still there, you know, very small. Um, I remember one uh, the one story I love and used to tell people is uh, when Steve Wynn was still very involved in the Bellagio, he still had you know, the bulk of his eyesight, uh, and uh, he, he had, uh, there was a celebrity and VIP tour, and a gentleman put his elbow through one of the, pa- one of the paintings. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, and, uh, and Steve Wynn, you know, took it with a, with a uh, with either that or, well, there were two instances. One was done by Steve Wynn himself. The other was done by a, a patron, both of which had to be fixed, and they were. He hired the, the, world, the world's best to fix this, and they did. Uh, but, can, yeah, can you imagine that? Seeing, seeing uh, a, a masterpiece with a giant yeah. elbow in it oh Oh, my gosh but um you know i i i i don't fault vegas for being like this because that's what it is um uh it is it is supposed to be um i i think guttural yeah so you know know, we see this downtown downtown is still is still a dump yeah and and they've tried and no tried so hard it's yeah. still a dump. It just gussied yeah. up, you know. Right. Again, it's it's the whore with another layer of makeup on. Right. Yeah. It's a but, big pig with a dress on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But uh, uh, no. I, I, again, Vegas is Vegas is uh, a living, breathing thing to us, um, and she will survive us, and she will adapt, and everything will be fine. If if she needs to be campy and cheesy and and guttural, she will for as long as it suits her. You know, it'll be here forever because v- Vice isn't going anywhere. No, you know, I mean, with the with the Kisatens and the soap me up places, um, you know, it, it's wor- Vice Vice is worldwide. Uh, Vegas just happens to be its poster child. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I I hope that those who come here realize there are some wonderful things to see beyond that. But again, artist name is James Terrell. Uh, check that out. Uh, a cob uh, over at Louis Vuitton. It's hidden. It's actually free. You just need to make an appointment. Uh, and uh, you can actually go in large parties and you can uh, arrange um, uh, get-togethers there. But uh, check that out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it out myself. Uh, okay, John, we're down to the, the last two here that I found right. that are really um, uh, uh, axe monkeys. Interesting. Do, do, have, you, axe have, you, have you thrown an axe? Have no. you thrown an axe at anything, John? 
No, I don't think I ever had. <laughs> While you're at the at the concierge desk, we yeah, were, I wanted to. Yeah, there yeah. were times I, I remember when the CSI they they filmed an episode there. Yes, and and I said, well, and I asked somebody who was who was working on the production, what, what's it about? Well, somebody's dead in the hotel. I said, can I be all <laughs> volunteer? Can I be the one who killed them again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be the one. Can I, let, let me be the one to go. Uh, you know, I'll work for for nothing. Yes, yes. We uh we uh you know we're gonna have another uh, um uh, episode dedicated to the those those entertainment. Uh, uh, things that have been shot at the Venetian it's, uh, and the and the here, um, but um, no, Axe Monkey is actually a, a brand name, a company name. Uh, they are someone. Uh, if you if you want to throw an axe of any type, uh, whether you saw it in you the movie, like a hand axe, hand axe, yeah. hand axe, or you know, giant axe, a ha- you know, I mean, a hatchet. Uh, a hatchet um, uh, you know, uh, if you want to throw a full size axe, you know, like the the loggers use. Uh, but it's literally a company dedicated to throwing axes. You go in there and throw axes. I'm assuming it didn't say it. I looked up uh, all the information that it was, was available to me. They didn't say you could throw knives, but I'm assuming you could throw knives. Uh, but um, uh, the we that that I think that's the most unique thing I've seen as far as the assault. Uh, uh, entertainment. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of uh, hey, go fire a machine gun places. Yeah, and they cu- they cu- they go in and out of business. Um, we have one that um, uh, uh, I don't know if you know this. I actually am uh, am friends with a person that is friends with the owner. Uh, it is a mobile firing range. No, a yeah, mobile firing yeah. Range. The this this bus goes around, uh, and uh, they 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 pre sell what's going on uh, and they say we'll be here it's kind of like a like a, a really dangerous food truck uh, and they 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 go out to the desert uh, where it's where it's illegal uh, and they they set up a firing range right there out of the bus and uh, I don't know of its uh, popularity yet uh, but it's uh, it's it's available and uh, but it's like that we have a lot of um, and we have um, a lot of people that uh, would like to fire uh, very unique full auto kind of things yeah and they're yeah, fully licensed yeah. I mean it's 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 as safe as it can be um, what is something you would like to fire are you are you a gun guy you no not at all but if you? I'm gonna fire something it's gonna be something big I'd like yeah. one of those one of those rocket launchers oh oh so you yeah oh you, yeah you want gonna, you want to just yeah. blow the shit out of something yeah just just do that I mean okay. you just kind of have to aim in the right direction okay so but yeah yeah like I so said, you're I'm reaching right. for the RPG you're, you're just that's it nice oh. um uh, I, I've always wanted to shoot uh, 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 the well the belt fed gun with a you know yeah you have the, the oh the minigun yeah oh yeah yeah cut a car in half yeah that'd be fun that'd be fun you know do the whole Jesse Ventura predator thing yeah. um, but um, no uh, the fifty cal the Barrett oh. sniper uh, I've always wanted to uh, to fire one of those and I think it's a bucket list thing um, uh, I've not f- uh, I I've only fired a smattering of guns in my life um, are you four guns. Are no, you, you're not for guns. No, are you for uh, taking them all away, or are you just like the reduction of? Well, uh, you know, living in Japan, I really thought the Japanese had a really interesting and good approach to it. Yeah. Um, you know, the private citizens do not have guns in Japan. It doesn't mean that you can't get one. Yeah. You have to. You just basically because it's not in their constitution. Um, but what you what you can do is you because I knew I actually taught a guy who would have been the equivalent of like the head of the NRA. Mm-hmm. But he, he, except he wasn't the right wing nut like mm-hmm. the asshole we have here. Um, right, you right. Know. Um, but but what they did is they were basically hunters. Okay. They go out shooting quail. Yeah. So what they had were just little, you know, twenty two rifles or something like that. Okay. But still, you would have to go to the police department and mm-hmm. put in an application, mm-hmm. and they had this really great 
to me it was uh, catch 22. Right. You know, if you are deemed to be mentally incompetent or to have some mental issue, they won't give you a gun. Mm-hmm. So yet you, you apply and they kind of think that if you want to have a gun, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you don't get one. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, right. in some cases, sure, you're going to go out there and you're going to join the club and you're going to go out shooting quail. Mm-hmm. They'll give you one. So he had, you know, so, so pretty much this is what he told me. Hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's what it was. So, yes, there were some gun owners there besides Yakuza, yeah. you know, the, the underground well, had guns. Yeah. Um, and I did know an American guy that smuggled one in. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was ballsy, but he told me he did. He showed it to me. He just didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he wanted to do that, but um, yeah. but again, it's yeah, look, it's in the constitution. They're not gonna, they're not going to change it, but here, but no, no, and and you know, yeah. uh, the current administration keeps walking back things it's saying, and you know, uh, and going the, the, the gun lobby is is powerful, you know, uh, but I'm not going to waste my time with that because yeah. there there's one last thing yes. that I think is built for you, John. All right, crabby, grouchy, annually and pissy, John. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, have you heard of Rage Rooms? You know, you were just telling me about those in the pre-show. That yeah. sounds great. Uh, Rage Rooms. I, I was first exposed to Rage Rooms, strangely enough, on uh, on the show Amazing Race. It's a competition yeah. show on, on, on television. And um, it, it broken down to its uh, its rudimentary level, you go in and break shit. Nice. Yeah. But, but but apparently, you know, it's a little bit more complex than that. You you can have parties. You can go in as an individual. You can go in with a partner. Um, and you put on the appropriate uh, safety gear and no explosions, no pyrotechnics, of course. Uh, but you go in with hammers and, and, and axes and whatever and just bust shit up. It sounds to me like that would be a really good uh, high-intensity workout. Oh, so yeah. Maybe they could combine that with like, you know, 24-hour fitness should have that. Yeah. Because it sounds to me like, yeah, you could just really get into that. Oh, yeah. Especially now, you know, when you have uh, when you have them, you know, flipping the uh, shipping ropes and doing yes. the CrossFit stuff. And, and you're, the tires. you're beating the tires yeah. with the, with with the, the sledge. Yeah, yes. uh, absolutely. In fact, on Amazing Race, the, uh, the episode that I watched, they, were, they had an aluminum bat, which actually was a very poor choice uh, because of the vibrations to the hands. Yeah. Uh, but they were hitting TVs and hurting themselves. Mm. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, you go in and bust TVs and light bulbs and... And, uh, you know, if you've ever uh, uh, taken the uh, joy out of uh, uh, with a fluorescent light tube and watched that blow up yeah. as you threw it in the d- dumpster. Um, but you, now you're not confined to the dumpster. You can just blow everything up. Uh, but uh, I think it's hysterical. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Now, Las Vegas is is king or queen of fads. Uh, we will suck them dry, spit them out, and then when say, yeah. give me another. Yeah. Uh, so obviously this is going to be a fad. Um, I don't know. I, you know, the, the escape rooms, do you think those are the, are those uh, on the way out? Are we in the middle? I don't yeah, know. it doesn't really, it doesn't turn me on. Yeah. I mean, there, there's escape rooms actually in Las Vegas in our local communities. There's one right down the road. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be fun. You know, with a, a small group, you know, yeah. and I know the the VR things are, are still a bit popular and all the 3D, uh, you know, the immersion things. Um, but uh, Raids Room seems like it's got about a week, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know you the do. efficacy of it. I mean, I'm sure it's cathartic. You walk out and you're exhausted and you try to work some shit out. But um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd say very, very. Yeah, and there are other things here, like you, you know, that we used to. Well, we were at concerts. that's still around that did, that have stood the test of time. Like the the yeah. um, what was it? it? It was the simulation of the um, um, jumping out of an airplane. 
Oh, right. The parachuting. Yes, Remember that? I it, do. It was like yeah. a big wind tunnel. It was a uh, uh, skydive Las Vegas. Thank you. Skydive yes. Las Vegas. Yes. yes. That's still around. I, uh, I, I believe they are. I that saw it on the news. I mean, within yeah. like the last year. So. Skydive Las Vegas used to be very close to what used to be the Debbie Reynolds and then was the WWF. And then it was the Greek Islands. Greek Isles. Yeah. yeah. And now, it, now it's, um, I believe it's being trying to be turned into a... Uh, um, uh, conference facility, yeah. but uh, yeah, Skydive Las Vegas. It was it's a giant fan, uh, and uh, you you jump in there and it and it keeps you aloft. Yes, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, so that's still there. I yeah, mean, that's I don't yeah. know if they have those. I'm sure they have those other places. Well, that's something you can do here. The same thing I was we talking earlier about. You know, Las Vegas has always been known for the quickie wedding. Yeah, uh, and you can do this in Reno as well. But um, they have a they now have a you can get married at the airport. Now, why you would want to do that? I don't know, but they do. What they really need is an right. annulment kiosk. <laughs> right. So, Tony, leave me. <laughs> right. What did I do? Right. Yeah. Right. I, I still have a chance to fix this. Wow. But no. So I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty silly. Get married at the airport. At least wait till you get to the strip, and then you can go. At least do the, the tacky drive-through at the little white chapel. Little of white the flowers, chapel. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't include that because yeah. I think that's a the chapels are are. Um, uh, uh, in and of themselves, uh, uh, an entire subject we yeah, can talk about. Yeah, okay. There's some classic ones here: the Little Church of the West, which is the oldest one. Yes, uh, Little White Chapel, which little I think White has, Chapel, the has Chapel of Flowers. Chapel of Flowers. Um, I, I was right. I was we in- we Kirk of the Heather. Oh, remember yes, that that's one? Right. We <laughs> Kirk of the right Heather Chapel. Yes, day. yes. Yeah. And there was one downtown, I, I think it was called Chapel of the Light, uh, but it is the source of um, one of the funnier jokes that I've, uh, and signs in Las Vegas I've ever seen. Uh, it's, and these little, they're little. I mean, yeah. it's no bigger than the studio we're sitting in. Uh, and uh, it said, uh, uh, blah, 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 Little Church of the Light, highly recommended by owner. By owner. Yes, yes. Right. yes. And aren't we all? Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about uh, the chapels another day. A little while. White Chapel, of course, I think has hosted the most um, uh, celebrities, yeah. and it is the one. If anybody disbelieves it, who hasn't been here, yes, you can drive through and get married. That's you can right. absolutely drive through. Um, it's not quite, you know, the the speed at which you get a quarter pounder. No, uh, no, it's more like a car wash speed. Exactly, exactly. So, but it, it can equally ruin your life in that that short <laughs> amount of time. Uh, but is Charlotte's uh, still there, the redheaded lady. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we've had some, we've, you know, again, you know, we have a lot of stories that John and I can share. Charlotte was a redheaded lady over at Little, Little Chapel, oh, Little White yes, Chapel. Yes, She was like a, you know, you heard about whalers, the people that would cry yes. at somebody's funeral and they didn't even know the deceased, yes. they were just hired. Yes. Charlotte is that way, but yeah. for weddings. Yes. She was that way. It was like, oh... It's so wonderful that these two great people are getting married. What do you mean they just met and they're drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, she's probably charged to do it, too. They charge for everything. Yeah. But, uh, uh, oh, we've had some wonderful, uh, you know, uh, personalities. Yeah. We had um, Charlotte, of course, and we had, uh, we've talked about her before, Anne, uh, with oh, the, the ticket Vegas lady. tickets. 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 Yeah. She was one cigarette from the grave. Yes. And uh, and we 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 I, I'm not even going to mince terms. They were scalpers. Yes, they were. You they know, were ticket they scalpers. just happened to have a license, and they were they 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 were called ticket brokers at the time. And it's how concierge got tickets that were unattainable. 
yeah. to normal people. Uh, we, di- we we didn't have them magically in our pockets like Michael J. Fox did in in the in uh, uh, yeah. for Love or Money. Yeah, we got them from Anne. Yeah, exactly. We got them from Anne. You know, and her and and it, it was back in the days when there no, was no vaping. Yeah, it was a yeah. straight unfiltered Marlboros. I think. Yeah, and the funny thing was when you talk to Anne, she had claimed to have been it, this is a sexist term, a hitman. Yeah. yeah. Um, in in Hong Kong. Right. And the thing is, of course, you know, it's Las Vegas. Everybody bullshits. Uh, but she didn't know Hong Kong because I'd been there. Mm-hmm. And she said, where did you stay when you were in Hong Kong? I said, I, I stayed at the Chungking Mansions. Chungking Mansions, that's where all the horrors stayed. Why do you think I was there? Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> in yep. those days in Hong Kong, you either had a choice. You stayed at the Chungking Mansion right. or you stayed at like the Hilton, which was like at that time, you know, like $75, $80 a night. Sure. Well, the Chungking Mansions was like 15 bucks. Sure. So that's where I'm going to stay. Well, I, I uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to digress here right. uh, because all these stories we will bring up in another episode. I I, I saw something uh, on a uh, um, uh, um, David Letterman. All right. Uh, on his Netflix specials, and he's been interviewing people. In yeah. this particular case, he was interviewing Tina Fey, and he was talking about his son Harry and going to school. And I was going to ask you because John, you have a school age uh, boy. I mean, yeah. he's a little bit older than Harry is, but um, and uh, David Letterman said there was a special meeting with all the parents, and he asked the audience. He said, "What do you think this meeting was about?" And I'll be goddamned if they didn't get it. And all of them said vaping. Really? Have you had to go to school no. and talk about vaping? Vaping no. is huge here in Vegas. And, of course, anything that starts, any fad that starts, there's always a company, Sin City Vapors, Sin City Cleaning, Sin yes. City whatever. Um, but uh, uh, have, have, have you had to go to school and talk about vaping no, your kids? No, I, I haven't even seen a notice. Really? Okay. Yeah, for that. Now, again, it, it, with, 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 with his kid... Yeah. Um, it might be because he's elementary school or middle he school. is. He was. He was yeah, a young boy. And, yeah. And so I ask. I mean, I asked my son in high school. Yeah. Um, what is big there? And yeah, yeah, vaping. He says people don't smoke cigarettes. I mean, that was the thing when I was in school. Right. Either I mean, it was smoking. Either you were either smoking dope or, or tobacco. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and drinking. Yeah. That was that was mostly it. Oh, there was some LSD. Yeah. Um, cocaine was too expensive <laughs> and it was years. But you also. didn't share it. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, but he tells me, yeah, there's a vaping. It was mostly dope, but but um, but yeah, you know, not much in the way of cigarettes. So I don't think vaping is is. Well, I mean, I, I, apparently about. it was it, the the issue was vaping of of marijuana. It wasn't yeah. just vaping the stupid watermelons, yeah, you know, yeah. flavored. Um, but I was just curious because uh, you know I I don't have children and and I yeah. just if you had to attend a special vape meeting. No, that's the first no. time I've ever heard of any no. any uh, like uh, nuanced vice that had to have a school meeting. I mean, yeah. you didn't have a school meeting about cigarettes, no, uh, you know, or marijuana in general. No, I, I the only know. thing I remember uh, that they had a few years ago was when they were we were redoing their curriculum about sex education, mm-hmm. and you know, you get the crank, you get the crackpot parents come out for that. Mm-hmm. I know over my dead body, they're gonna because it said about they were going to to teach the children about masturbation mm-hmm. in in kindergarten or something. Right. Right. Well, the thing is, is that first of all, they're teaching them about masturbation. They're not t- teaching them techniques. Right. Right. They're right. not telling them, here, kids, try this. Right. You know, the next time you're in the bathtub. Sure. No, no. They're just they're basically explaining the kids are curious at that age. Yeah. And you get these parents that don't, you know, want to shield them from it. And those sure. are usually the ones that kids grow up to be, you know, the, 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 the real pervs, right. I think. Right. Um, but, you know, some of these parents over my, you know, look, lady, you don't have to go to war about this and die over sex education. Yeah. You know? 
Put your kid in a fucking private school then. If that's, yeah. you know, the rest of us, if, if for public school education, think that our kids need to know about this. They're going to learn about it. It's just part of being human. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead of they, they've got to, uh, uh, but other than that, I can't think of anything that, that uh, uh, in recent years that, that they had. Oh, I just thought that was strange. You know, David Letterman is a high profile kind of person and yeah. even he has to do strange, goofy shit for his kids. Uh, but um, uh, John, Thrilled to have you back. Thank you. Uh, love the stories. And um, uh, again, we'd like to thank our sponsor for this month, CWODesigns.com. Uh, if you love uh, woodworking and uh, fine decor items, you can check those guys out. I just saw the coolest thing that they made. It, it was a um, uh, very simple. It was a bottle opener for, yeah, for a bar. Yeah, cool. uh, Very cool. But if you love woodworking and and uh, and uh, really kind of fine decor items. Check those guys out, cwodesigns.com. Uh, and please, if you guys get a chance, uh, uh, head over to iTunes and uh, give us a, a five-star review if you think we uh, deserve it, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to contact us for any reason, contact us at the LV at gmail.com, and you can ask us any questions that you'd like. But again, for John, this is Jamie. We will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and... Talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.